Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. I'm very pleased this week to be joined by Doug Hauser, who is also with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. And he's also now the uh, vice president of a new CRA, California Republican Assembly chapter in the San Gregorio Pass. Um, who know, I mean, I think he does this full time now, which I, which I wish sometimes, some days I wish I could do it full time. Some days <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to do this for this, uh, this political <laughs> stuff full time. Um, welcome to the show, Doug. Thank you so much. Hope you're having a terrific holiday season. Um, and let me say that doing this full time, uh, one of the pure pleasures is getting to meet so many great people. Uh, I just, it's just fantastic. There are so many patriots out there, so many wonderful people who want to be involved, want to do things. Uh, my biggest problem is that I frequently forget their names. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody could walk around with a name tag on. <laughs> and yeah, I'm always way. saying, please forgive me because I met so many people in the last week that I've forgotten. I remember, I recognize your face, but I've forgotten your name. That it's happening to me all, all the time now. Probably one of the factors of getting older, but, but I, I love it. I love doing it and I love the people I'm working with and it's, it's great. And hopefully we do some good. Hopefully we do enough good. Uh, yeah. Please. Yes, because, uh, things, things are on the line here for the, for the country, freedom and republic. Um, our, there's so much we could talk about. We have an hour, a one hour show, 46 and a half minutes of actual, uh, talk time, um, in that. And where I'm going to, we're going to start is an extraordinary poll that came out from Rasmussen, who has done very good work on election integrity and uh, in previous polls, and let me pull, pull them up here, looking at the 2020 election. Uh, this is back to, this is May of the, uh, May of this year, that uh, 41, 42, 62% think that cheating affected the outcome of the presidential election, and only 23% think it is not at all likely that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. So restated, only 23% of Americans have high confidence in the integrity of the 2020 presidential election. He asked, what about the 2024 election? Are you concerned that cheating will affect the outcome of the 2024 presidential election? 66%. Think it is very or somewhat likely that cheating will affect the outcome and only 5% think it is not at all likely. And again, restated what that means is only 5% of Americans have high confidence in the integrity of the 2020 election. So now this brings to the, which is why we're back to you mean, you mean the 2024? 2024 election. Yes. Yep, coming. Yeah. Okay. Is this, it, Rasmussen did a poll of people who voted by mail in 2020. Okay. And of those, one in five admitted to committing election fraud or v- voting illegally by vote by mail. Uh, 
said they filled out a ballot in whole or part for a friend or family member. That's illegal. 19% say they cast votes for a family or friend member when they filled out their ballot. 17% say they cast a ballot in a state where they're no longer a permanent resident. 11% say a friend, family member, or co-worker admitted that they filled the out a ballot for another person in 2020. And 10% said that they were offered some kind of money or other consideration for voting. All of these practices are illegal. Right. The new way of voting, potentially here in California, but in other states as well, is what we do is we just send out a ballot, mail out a ballot to everybody that's on the voter rolls that we know are bloated and inaccurate. Yep. It's wide, it's wide open. It is wide open to fraud. And these percentages that I just mentioned in the latest Rasmussen poll are just the percentages of people who would admit it on the phone <laughs> to a pollster whom they don't know. Exactly. It's got to be an underestimate at, at the very least. It's got to be. Yes. But you with, there are 23 states in America that have a Republican governor and a Republican majority in both houses of the legislature. Plus, there are three more states, Kansas, Kentucky, and North Carolina, where have a, they have a Democrat governor and a veto-proof Republican majority in the state legislature. Yet, despite all the problems of 2020 and 2022, not a single one of these states has gone to paper ballots on Election Day with photo ID hand-counted. And we just had a recent example of this. Argentina did their presidential election that way. They had more than 25 million votes cast, and they had the votes counted, and they knew the winner that day. Right. Not not election season, not in California where it takes a month to count the votes. Right. One day, on paper, and you may, you may like the outcome, you may not like the outcome, but it's... People can have confidence that that is how people actually voted. When you have to show, when you can mail out the ballots, of course, you can, who knows who, who gets the ballot? Our friend Agnes Gibney in the last, in the, it was either, it was 20, she, 2020, she got a ballot for some made up person that the person didn't even exist and never mind living in her household, but she got the ballot. Now she turned it in and didn't vote it, but there'd be nothing to stop someone from voting that ballot. And she was running for office at the time. <laughs> and yes. so imagine all the fake or mistaken or duplicative ballots that are out there. Just an incredible number. When she complained about it, they said, oh, it's just a, a mistake. That That's all. Nobody was punished. Nothing was done. <laughs> they didn't say, we, we better scan the whole thing and find all the mistakes that might be out there. No, oh, it, was just, it was just shrugged off. Um, let me say there's an excellent article in this month's Reason magazine, uh, which is I recommend it. I don't know if I highly recommend it. It's a little too libertarian for my taste, I think. Um, but it's about how Florida fixed their election system after the disaster of 2020, where they were counting and recounting and counting and recounting. And the Supreme Court had to step in. And we all remember the hanging chads and the whole thing. Was 2000. 
Did I did I say 2000? Okay, uh, that's what I meant. But yeah, in 2000, and right after that, the next year, um, we've got to give uh, Jeb Bush a little bit of credit. Whatever you may think of of Jeb Bush, he uh, forced the legislature to pass a series of reforms that have made Florida a model election system. We all saw what happened this last time around. They had the votes counted within like three hours. Um, and no complaints. Nobody was arguing, uh, at, at the state level or at the local levels that there was any shenanigans. The quick counting itself, this article, uh, uh, asserts makes people more confident of what's going on. And wow. a couple of things they did were, uh, they, they didn't limit the number of mail-in ballots, uh, but they tightened up the requirements for them to qualify. Um, so that the signatures really had to match and everything had to be really done according to Hoyle. And one of the things they do is they start counting the mail-in ballots 25 days before the election. So if there's any discrepancy, they can actually contact the people involved and correct it and see what's going on and, and fix duplications or pursue wrongdoing. And the result is, within a very short period of time, they really, really cleaned up their system. It's an excellent article. I would recommend everybody to read it. And their recommendation is that pretty much every state should follow that sort of example, and the confidence could be restored to the system. Well, I, I'm not sure that I've that there are still problems in Florida. There's no re- when you compare. DeSantis versus Trump. Look at what Trump did as president when he and the opposition that he had. The Republicans were against him. A lot of them. The Democrats, the media, the deep state. The, there was a there was a even when he had a majority in Congress, Republican majority. The saw the filibuster in the Senate. Liberal judges. Now you look at DeSantis, friendly legislature, no filibuster, and there's no reason why Florida does not have the gold standard paper ballots. Election day, hand-counted photo ID. There's no reason why Ford doesn't have that. Because invariably, I, as an attorney, I've been in some, involved in some cases where handwriting is an issue. And the question of whether the writing in question was forged. And it's not... I've, I've hired handwriting experts to look into that. And they try to get multiple samples. They take their time and they try to come up with that, the, whether that's a genuine signature or not. And the, um, the expert that I've used doesn't, even, doesn't say yes or no, but puts it on a spectrum from being highly likely that it's a forgery to highly likely genuine and in between. And so there's no way when you're going through millions of ballots that you can analyze signatures and all you're looking at is a signature on the on the ballot envelope and a signature maybe on the registration card when you when you or whatever you sign to register to vote and that's a very limited sample so there's no way that you can and you, you even if you take 5 seconds you take 10 seconds as a non-expert there's no way that that can be secure the way to have secure elections is absent a really good excuse. You're deployed military. You're in the, you're in a nursing home, or maybe you can still think enough of to, to vote, but you can't, you can't get, to, for some reason, for medical or military service, you can't get to the polls. Other than that, show up on election, the way elections have been run until very recently, since the founding of the country, show up on election day. Show, show a photo ID on a paper ballot, 
You hand count the ballots, and the ballot, those pieces of paper are there to go back and recount. Is there a question raised? Well, let's, absolutely. Go back. Let's look at them and verify that you got that because the republic depends on belief that we have honest elections. And that if you lose this time and you may loathe and despise the other guys, the other side, but you believe the other side legitimately got more votes and you know that two years hence and two years hence and two years hence, there are going to be more honest elections. And you can get a better candidate, you can change your platforms, you can do a better ground game, you can win. You You have a chance of winning. If you know it's rigged, then the republic breaks down. Yeah, the, the, the percentages you gave earlier of people's confidence in the election is absolutely horrifying. Uh, th- this is the kind of thing, uh, God forbid, that, that could lead to, to violence in the streets. Like you say, if you lose and you lose fair and square, it's like a sports, it's like a game. You say, okay, we'll get you next time or we'll get you next season. You know, we'll come back as long as it's fair. But if you feel like the system is stacked against you and even if that feeling is just powerful enough, it doesn't have to be proven beyond reasonable doubt or beyond all doubt. If people doubt it, it's going to lead us to disaster. I, I absolutely agree with you on that point, that it's one of the most fundamental things of a democracy. The very word democracy is rule of the people. So if it's not, if it's the rule of the vote counters instead of the rule of the people, we're going to face a disaster. And, and I hope nobody wants that. As Stalin said, it's not who it's not who votes that counts; it's who counts the votes. Right. Uh, and uh, John Kennedy said, President John Kennedy said, "Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable." Mm-hmm. And with that, let's hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of United America Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United America Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM five ninety The Answer. Mortgage rates are up, but credit card rates are way higher, and credit card balances have hit an all-time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget, not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. Let me point out, it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Residence Tea Party Patriots and Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Very pleased this week to have Doug Hauser back on the show. He's also with the Residence Tea Party Patriots and he is someone, uh, and both he and his wife, uh, exemplify our show model based on Justice Brandeis's quote that the most important political office is that of the private citizen. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I intend to every show until while well, this is still circulating, promote the Protect Kids initiative. One of the things that is, uh, kind of extraordinary is 
as are in the slippery on the slide down the slippery slope of depravity and civilizational decay is the idea that's emerged of boys can become girls, girls can become boys, and we and the government run schools and the culture, the pop culture tries to see make it seem hip and cool with the idea that you can transition and not just wear the different clothes. But then the next step is then to start put, put going on the drugs and ultimately surgery. And what that, what was going on on a mass scale is the chemical and surgical castration, mutilation and sterilization of children. And with that, uh, related to that is men can, if, if a man says he's a woman, he can go into the women's facilities. And there was just a recent example, a 50 year old man said he identified as a teenage girl and he was allowed to compete in the girls' swimming event and go into the teenage girls' locker room. Yep, I heard about that. But a, civiliz- a civilization that allows that does, will not survive and does not deserve to survive. But pushing back is there's an initiative now circulating in California, the Protect Kids Initiative, and you can see this and download it at Protect Kids. CA.com, protectkidsca.com. And what this will do is really radical stuff is schools have to keep the parents informed. And particularly if the child gets confused and wants to identify as the opposite gender, it protects girls' sports and spaces from men and boys coming in and it prevents children from undergoing chemical and surgical mutilation and sterilization. Children that cannot consent to a tattoo now <laughs> under the uh, you know under the law now, if they want to cut off their genitals, sure, go ahead, be who you really are. Yeah. Right. They're not allowed to drive a car, take a drink, smoke a cigarette, do drugs, have sex, join the military, uh, get a tattoo. Uh, you know, anything, whether their parents want them to or not. And as I pointed out a couple of times, even any sensible parent will not let a child decide their own diet, their own bedtimes, what books they're going to read, what TV shows or movies or music they're going to watch. Parents are simply not going to let children do that for the simple reason that they are children. They have no concept of what long-term consequences are They can easily be influenced by peer pressure. Even adults can be, but children much more so. And so this idea that in this one area of life-altering, possibly disastrous consequences for them, we're going to let them decide for themselves what's best for them is is absolutely absurd on its face. It's It's beyond absurd. It's evil. Maybe we'll have a chance to come back, circle back to that. Is the polling, and interesting, even in supposedly very liberal California, uh, should you su- support or oppose schools notifying parents if their child identifies or requests to be identified and treated as a gender that does not align with their biological sex? 68% of Californians agree with that, including 72% of Republicans, 65% of Democrats, and 71% of independents. Do you think transgender athletes should be able to play on sports teams that match their current gender identity or should only be allowed to play on sports teams that match their birth gender? 
64% of Californians agree that with that, that it should be, it's based on, are you an XX or are you an XY chromosome? Um, and here's a little more of a partisan difference. 93% of Republicans agree with that. Uh, but only, but 48% of Democrats agree with that. Um, and 67% of, of independents. So it's still a very substantial majority here in California. What was that independent number again? That was 64% overall, and uh, that 93% of Republicans, 67% of, de- of independents, and 48% of Democrats agree that uh, boys in the boys' room and boys on the boys' team and girls on the, in the girls' room and on the girls' teams. And right. it's only f- it's not only fair because not only do you uh, do you uh, deprive women and girls of being able to win, being able to get athletic scholarships, it's dangerous. When you when if, in any kind of sport that involves any kind of contact, uh, girls and girls are at risk. There was just a recent example where a boy pretending to be a girl was playing on the girls' field hockey team, and he knocked the teeth out. Right, and even a non-contact sport, there was a recent case involving volleyball where a biological male spiked a ball, and I believe he caused at least a concussion. It may have even been a fractured skull in in a girl on the other side. So that's volleyball. That's not even a contact sport. Yes, and then the last last point of the initiative is, do you think that surgery to change gender and puberty blockers – should be allowed for minors under 18 or only be allowed for people over 18 years old in your state. 75% of Californians agree with that, including 89% of Republicans. Query what 11% of, quote, Republicans, unquote, favor chemical and surgical castration and mutilation of children. Uh, 67% of Democrats agree with that, and 77% of independents agree with that. Just very substantial majority. So if this if these if this initiative can make it to the ballot, I think we can go we can go a long way towards protecting children in Cal- in California. Although, um, unless the judge unless the courts overrule it, and unfortunately, I think the guy man behind this, Zackerson, has made this as a regular initiative rather than a state constitutional amendment. So the liberal judges could potentially use the state constitution to strike down this initiative. But this is what we have before us. And now we have an opportunity to protect California children from this craziness or actually evil, I would say. And you can do that. You don't have to go any place to sign. You can go to that website, protect kids ca.com you can download the initiative you click on the button and you can print it out on your home printer on regular paper fill out read the instructions carefully it has to be done exactly right fill it out and it just could be you one person can there's space for five signatures it could be one signature or you and your you and your spouse you and your child whatever it is it could be up to five on one petition fill it out mail it in and you know, if you're not will, if you're not willing to do that as a private citizen, um, we're screwed. Yeah, don't don't complain when we lose the republic. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me say though, it those stats are very heartening, um, and it's good to know that common sense is at least not uncommon. <laughs> um, to, to use a double negative there, I just recently on my Google feed got an article about 
this uh, this initiative, um, and it was talking about Jonathan by name. I, I know him well. He's he's a great guy. Um, and while the article was written with a fairly hostile bent, I would say, using phrases like transphobic and denying children their rights and all this kind of silly nonsense. Um, the the feed afterwards, the comment feed afterwards was overwhelmingly in favor of the, these propositions that kids need to be protected from themselves that they are children and should not have the right to engage in such potentially damaging long-term consequences for themselves and for our society. There was the realization that, guess what, 10 years down the line, when they're unhappy and when they have medical problems and when they have, you know, these psychological problems and this and that, guess who's going to be on the hook to cover all this? It's going to be the taxpayers. Trying to, trying to make these people whole in ways that are going to be impossible to do because the damage is so profound. So again, that, that article, which I read, I think two days ago was very heartening. I would say of, I, I probably read about a hundred comments. Doug, I'm going to have to rudely interrupt you. We are, oh. we are out of time okay. for this, for this half of Unite IE Radio, but stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. Uh, pleased to have back on the show this week, Doug Hauser, who is also with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. Uh, he's the vice president of the new chapter of the California Republican Assembly in the San Gorgonio Pass and is all around a political activist that exemplifies the model of the show that the most important political office is that of the private citizen. You remember the movie Patton? Uh, there's a lot of great scenes in that great movie, great performance by, by George C. Scott. But there's one in there in which the, um, they're, they're in North, they're fighting in North Africa and they learn that Rommel and the Africa Corps are going to attack the Americans in a particular place. And, uh, uh, without advance notice, Patton prepares for the attack and, def- and they defeat the Germans. And Patton says, Patton, he says, he says, as he's watching the battle, he says, um, you magnificent B word. <clears throat> yeah, I read your book. I read your book. Yeah. Because uh, Rommel had written a, a, before the war, had written a book about how to, how to use the tank in modern warfare. And uh, so he, had, so Patton had learned from the enemy. And that's a long way of going around to say that we on our side, Republicans, I'm not a Republican, but Freedom-loving, America-loving Americans also need to learn from our enemies in the Democrat Party. And one of the things that they do very well is when they decide on what their message is, it goes out, their media, all of their politicians, they keep repeating that message. And they they follow Vladimir Lenin's philosophy that a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. So the latest theme, message, is we're not going to so much try to defend 
open borders and surveillance state and the police state and inflation and declining real wages, Donald Trump is, is uh, Donald Trump is going to be a dictator. So we have a look, we have a little montage here of how effect, how whether it's effective, we, sh- we shall see, but how they're able to marshal everybody on their team to repeat the same message. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president, um, it, it, because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada, because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail, or their rights might be suppressed, especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us. Our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. He's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. Wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. This is the end of democracy. Yeah. I think that could be the end of our democracy. But democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. It was yet to Putin that democracy will be at risk. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. I think you get the idea. That clip goes on, but you get the idea. Now we laugh. I mean, we were as we're listening to this, we were laughing at just the sheer absurdity of what they were saying. Just as, as, we, as we laughed when they, uh, some MSM propagandist said Larry Elder was the uh, black face of white supremacy. <laughs> but this is well, the, 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 the enemy, whatever you say about them, they're not stupid. I mean, I mean, there's, there's the AOCs. They're not necessarily all, they're not all rocket scientists, so to speak, but. The people that make the decisions for on the other side, they know what they're doing. And this is a calculated decision. One is they, they don't want to, they can't defend their record. Two, they don't want to talk about Donald Trump's agenda of a fair trade for American workers, securing the border, building new futuristic cities, dominating the future market for flying cars, um, and ending indoctrination and improving the quality of education in America and so on. You want to talk about this actually a very, actually it's a very good and innovative agenda. We don't want to talk about that. And then, as we said at the outset, they follow the philosophy of Vladimir Lenin. A lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. And it's also, as Tucker Carlson said, it's projection. Whatever they say you are doing, it's what they're doing. 
They're that, the ones running the police state. They're the <laughs> ones that have set up a censorship industrial complex. They're the ones that are applying, they're weaponized the government to go after their opponents and protect and reward their friends. So everything that they say Donald Trump is going to do, they're already doing. That, that was what, that was what struck me the most as I was listening to it was the amount of projection. I'm just going, wait a second. He's going to jail his political opponents. We can give the list of Republicans and people from the Trump administration who were jailed by this administration. I mean, and point after point after point, it's just, it's so crazy. But you're right. Their message discipline is uh, unwavering. They, they, you know, bow down to the same God, as it were, and they all are on the same team. If only Republicans could have, you know, half that amount of message discipline, uh, we would we would be kicking some serious butt. Um, but, yeah, that, that was what struck me is that everything they were saying there, you know, the very idea that you must vote for us or democracy is done is a, is in itself. A contradictory idea. You have no choice who to vote for. Vote for us. That's democracy. It's absolutely Saddam Hussein-ish, Soviet-style, you know, Chinese-communist-style. You know, every dictator always wins 99% to 1% undecided. That's how they do it, and they call it democracy, right? Or a people's republic is the term, you know, du jour. But, yeah, that was that was just crazy. Easy to hear that all put together like that. And it's actually it's the reverse of, of what I have been advocating, I think some have as well, is that this really is, if you, want, if you really want to save a free country, if you want to save the republic, uh, the 2024 election could, is probably our last opportunity to do so through politics. If they get, if the, if the Democrat party gets in and they control the presidency for another four years, even without the Congress, they'll continue the, uh, police, the growing police state through the fed, through federal quote law enforcement, unquote, the border will remain open. They will continue with their censorship industrial complex, which is a whole panoply of private businesses and non-governmental organizations, as well as working with the government to suppress freedom of speech, develop narratives, and you're either banned or you're shadow banned, or you know, to, so, so people cannot get the other side yeah, then from whatever the official government narratives. All those things are going to continue and get worse, and if they have the Congress. You know, then it's, then I think it's it's if they have a majorities in both houses, then I think it is really over. I I will I will never concede that point. While while I agree with you that the the situation currently is extremely dire and will get worse if they have that kind of control, I believe we must have the attitude of continuing to fight. Do not surrender. Churchill famously said, nations that go down fighting rise again. Those that give in tamely are finished. And so we must have the attitude that we are going to win in the long run, whatever may happen in the short run, whatever disasters may befall in the short run. We have to keep fighting. That's my attitude, you know, and I'm not going to stop. They're going to have to do something to me. They're going to have to kill me, put me in jail, 
you know, whatever, solitary confinement. And even then I'll talk to the guards. I'll talk to whoever I can talk to. You know, I mean, we're not in 1984, in Orwell's 1984 yet. And uh, we must continue to fight. So I I am not going to say that if we lose this next one, it's all over. I'm I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say we continue to fight. We redouble our efforts and we beat them in the long run. That's that's the only attitude that I can take, and I hope everybody takes a similar attitude. I agree that you can't give up. Uh, just as the um, men at the Alamo didn't give up. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point where... And Texas is an independent state today. To Texas became its own country and then joined saw, the United yes, States. Yeah, Right, but there, but there, but there was there was another army there that was able to then def, then defeat uh, the Mexican army under under Santa Ana. As I agree, you can't give up. You know, that you owe it to the past, to, to our forebearers who bequeathed us this great country, to to not give up. I agree. I agree with that. But it's also just also realistically is that when. You have a situation where they control the government and they're able, if they control the Supreme Court, they will, uh, they will erase the First and Second Amendments or at least substantially limit them. The Poland, for example, disappeared as a country after the Napoleonic Wars and did not reemerge as a country until after World War One. But the, but the Polish, na- there was a, a, a Polish nation in the sense of the people continued because they, they, they have culture and they have religion, they have a language, all that remained. But what's happening now and will happen even more so is you just flood the country with people un- that have no connection to our country, our culture, our history. And that will, that, that is going on. They're coming in by the millions. And if they get, if they're reelected, that will only, that will continue and probably get worse. They will amnesty in, if they have the majority in the house, they will amnesty in. They say, you know, it's, it's always 11 million. For 20 years, it's been 11 million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're, they're, they're coming across the border by hundreds of thousands every month, every month, but it's still 11 million. Right. It's been 11 million probably since Biden took office. No, it's been 11 million <laughs> since 20, since 2000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean in reality, okay. right? And so it, realistically, it's probably thirty or forty million, and uh, any amnesty would be so corruptly administered that people not even here yet will qualify for amnesty. So, I, so don't. I mean, yes, we can't give up. I totally agree. You have to. We, we fight it out to the end. That history is full of examples where it looks like someone's going to lose, someone's going to win, and there's no. So there's no. There's no chance for that for the one side. And somehow things happen, and the side that couldn't win does. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're a believer, do does God um, intervene right. on our behalf and give and give us a miracle? So yeah, I totally agree. Keep fighting, but also realistically, is that if the 2024 may be our last chance to save the country, and maybe it'll rise again at some point in the in the future, like Poland arose again after more than a hundred years, maybe. Or let me, Israel, let me Israel, more... Israel was reconstituted after two thousand years, maybe. I was I was about to use that example. The Jews were a minority in every place they were. 
They weren't, didn't have a majority anywhere in the world. And if somebody said, well, someday we'll come together, Papa, and we'll have a country again, the Papa could have said, people have been saying that for 1,500 years, and it hasn't happened, son. And yet it did. It didn't have to happen, but it did happen. Yes, but... um Instead of instead of waiting for a hundred years or for two thousand years um, and hope and, and hope and hoping that the country resurrects, let's let us uh, all step up and do everything we possibly can now to save the country today and not hope that it comes back later. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and with that. Let's tell us again here from Ed Hoffman, United American Mortgage, and our other sponsor for this half, Gregory W. Britton, attorney at law, does business and real property law. Um, and you can reach him at 909-335-7335, 909-335-7335. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM590, The Answer. Mortgage rates are up. But credit card rates are way higher, and credit card balances have hit an all-time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget, not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. Let me point out, it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite, i.e. Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Very pleased this week to be visiting with Doug Hauser, also with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and he's also the vice president of the new California Republican Assembly chapter in the San Gorgonio Pass. Uh, we try to... We can talk about things and the problems and got that, uh, but also things that we can do as private citizens to try to save our country, freedom, and republic. We talked about the new initiative, the Protect Kids initiative in our first half. And if you go to protectkidsca.com, there's a great initiative you can download, fill it out according to the instructions, mail it back in. And this uh, protects, it requires parental notification. From the schools, it protects girls' sports and their private spaces, their locker rooms, restrooms, and so on, and prohibits using drugs or surgery to castrate and mutilate children, minors under 18. So get that initiative and download it. Something everybody can do with a minimum of effort at protectkidsca.com. But we're going to get in our last segment is there is a movie that's out. It's drawn some attention in our in conservative media uh, for its anti-white racism. Uh, it was produced or was sponsored by uh, Obama. So, of course, it has that. And the movie is Leave the World Behind. 
And what this, the, the, the premise of this is there's a massive cyber attack that shuts down the electric grid in our country. And that's a very, very real risk and possibility. And you, we get used to having refrigeration, being able, having regular food deliveries, being able to communicate, being able to pick up the phone, being able to go on the internet and see what's happening. Even to get and water. Electric, electric lights, a whole range of things that we, uh, that we depend on for electricity. And the vast majority of us are not prepared to do without it. I mean, even, uh, uh, imagine four hours without electricity. Now imagine it's been four days, four weeks, four months without electricity. So yeah. the, one of the things that, and we're, in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, we're going to be, we're going to be doing in the, in the coming year is we're going to go back and, and do, and do classes, offer, offer classes on how to prepare. Uh, Tucker Carlson said, uh, recently that, uh, you, you know, basically buckle your seatbelts because 2024 is going to be like no other year there's ever been. Uh, in 20, in the 2020, Lo and behold, there's this uh, virus comes out of China that results in massive increase in vote by mail. We talked about in the first half about how even by a recent poll showed that 20% of the people who took the poll admitted to cheating with with vote by mail. And that's only the percentage that admits to it. So there's a new disease circulating in China. Could be a cyber attack. Uh, with the open border, there are massive, there are cells from Hezbollah and Hamas, uh, probably Chinese special forces, probably other terrorist groups already here, ready to strike on command. So you could have a repeat of what happened in Israel on October 7th in some of the border cities and towns near Gaza. That could happen nationwide. And yep. there could be an EMP attack, a whole range of things that could happen that, you know, when the lights go out, it's too late to prepare. Yep. By definition, prepare means in advance. You have to be ready. People used to make fun of the preppers who, you know, were worried about the, the apocalypse or or a biblical apocalypse or whatever the case may be. But even something in the, we saw the movie, uh, 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 Grid Up, Power Down, that showed that there could be natural processes. There could be natural disasters. There could be very few people involved in an attack that could cause some of these powerful transformers that are necessary for the grid to function to malfunction or to be destroyed. And it would be disaster for millions and millions of people. And we do not have the ability to replace these uh, components quickly or easily at all. So one little thing, an, an assault by 10 people could leave millions and millions of people without power for extended periods of time. Could definitely be a disaster. You know, just an illustration of, of our corrupt and incompetent ruling class. Now, they're also evil. People behind it are also evil. But the, the things they run around and focus on, Versus they know that the grid is vulnerable. They're, they know that if the grid was taken down for an extended period of time, either by an EMP attack, by a natural phenomenon, by on the ground sabotage, and it would only take, there's taking out less than 20 
substations in the country would destroy the entire grid. Yes. And there's ample, they have am, and there's ample numbers of, 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 of terrorists that have gotten into the country that could do that, as well as Chinese special forces and who knows who else. And anyways, the commission that looked at this estimated that without any, without electricity in the country, within a year, 75 to 90% of Americans would be dead from starvation, disease, and breakdown of order. Now, it may not even be that bad, but in terms of things you can do and looking at what the regime will do to stay in power, now, will the regime, the regime will do, I believe, everything possible, legal and illegal, to avoid being voted out of power. And if that means, if that means taking down the grid, if that means a new disease, if that means terrorist attacks, or some combination, or other things we haven't thought of or mentioned here, they may very well do it. And in addition to our, our work as citizens, I've, be prepared. As the Boy Scout motto went, be prepared. We've done, some, I know personally we've done some, some work at home, but there's more, there, you have some water stored, but there's more to do. And, um. Yes. Like I said, when the lights go out, it's too late. You got 45 seconds, Doug, and then this week's show, I'll let you close it out with whatever is on your mind. Okay. Well, I, I totally agree with you about the, uh, preparing for the disaster. Um, I just want to say I'm very glad that the House moved forward with the impeachment inquiry. You know, my view is that I don't I'm not sure that impeachment is the best thing. I think Biden is our best opponent that we want to face in the presidential election. So I don't actually want him removed, but I like the procedure to go forward. I want more facts to be put in front of the American public. More and more people are coming to the realization that the that Biden, his family, the administration is is horribly corrupt, and that's good for our side. Bad for the country, but good for our side. Yes. Truth is good. Truth is good, even if it's unpleasant. And with that, thank you, Doug, for being on the show and everything you're doing for the cause. And as always, tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. AM 590, The Answer.